Welcome to the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Limitless Estates, where Kyle and Lolita talk to top experts and seasoned passive investors in the business to help provide clarity and key insights to keep you safe on your journey to financial freedom. Our goal is to help you get educated on how to create passive income for you and your family by using real estate as your vehicle. Now, here are your hosts, Kyle and Lolita. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast. I'm your co-host, Lolita, also joined by Kyle. On the show with us today, Julie Lamb. Julie, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Great. We're excited to have you on the show. Before we get into the interview, here's a little bit about Julie. Julie began real estate investing in 2009 and in 2018 co-founded her company, Good Egg Investments. Their mission is to help other investors find financial independence by investing passively in multifamily apartment buildings. Julie has since helped numerous investors along their journey in passive investing and has co-syndicated over 11 multifamily properties valued at over $400 million. Julie currently lives in San Francisco Bay Area with her husband and three children. So we've got some really fantastic content to cover today. So with that being said, Julie, can you please tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself and what you currently do? Sure. Yeah. So I am a real estate investor. Obviously, I've been investing uh, for about 10 years now since 2009. Um, I've done everything from uh, single family homes to duplexes. Uh, I've done kind of like semi longer term flips. Um, And then I moved into multifamily a couple of years ago back in 2016. And now what I do, I actually quit my job a year ago, actually yesterday, made 12 months. Um, And I uh, primarily do uh, my work at Good Egg Investments now. I'm also a passive investor as well. But I do mostly my work at Good Egg Investments where we're helping passive uh, investors get into passive investments. Perfect. Awesome. And congratulations on your one year anniversary. Thank you. Yeah, I look forward to mine. I left my full time job about five months ago. So I'm looking forward to that one year. So it looks like you just launched Good Egg Investments, which is awesome. And you already have such a large following and a great track record. Have you been able to do this in such a short period of time? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, initially I had started off doing this on my own. And so I had done a couple of equity raises for multifamily apartment deals. Uh, I did about three of them on my own. And as I was moving through that process, there was something that I realized that was that was missing. And really what that was, was an, an education component. I knew that I needed some kind of a thought leadership platform. I mean, at the end of the day, what's having a great investment if no one knows about it, right? And so I needed something uh, that was going to enable me to educate folks and also reach more more people, right, through like marketing efforts. Um, And so I wasn't necessarily looking for a partner, uh, but I had met my business partner, Annie, at a uh, real estate conference a little over a year ago. And as we started to talk um, about what our interests were and what our sort of expertise was, I realized that she had a lot of that educational background. Uh, she used to be a teacher and she loves educating. Um, and then she also has a video game design background. And so she she's the one who put together our website. So she just has a lot of the things that I was missing. And so I would say the way that we've been able to accelerate so quickly is by really leveraging each other's strengths. And 
you know, knowing who we are and what our strengths are, and then, you know, finding someone else whose strengths are our weaknesses and vice versa. And so, you know, when you're able to do that, you're, you're basically coming together as kind of a power team. Um, and I would say as a partnership too, you're able to uh, leverage each other's time, right? So, you know, when, when I'm off with my kids at a field trip, you know, Annie's uh, taking notes and preparing to put our book out, you know, in a couple months here. So, you know, and vice versa, while I'm taking investor calls, she's, you know, doing her thing. And so I think a lot of it, um, you know, goes back to leveraging the strengths and then also just being in a partnership. The business is essentially kind of running all, all the time, right? Because there's two people who are working pretty hard as opposed to just like having one person who's doing a lot of the work here and there. Yep. Makes sense. So on that point with an educational platform, your company does such a fantastic job adding value, free value for people, free content. So I often get asked kind of, why do you do that? You know, why do you spend your time, your free time doing that kind of stuff with the meetups and and now our podcasts and things? Mm -hmm. What's your why behind trying to help so many people? Yeah. I mean, you know, really what it boils down to is I had spent years trying to figure out a way to leave my job. And I had talked to so many financial advisors and I talked with, you know, just so many different people trying to figure out what's the best way for me to get to a point where I could actually leave my job. Um, and just never, never got the answer until I found real estate investing and, uh, you know, specifically passive investing. And so, um, you know, I'm a mom. I have three young kids. I was working full time. I, life was pretty chaotic. Uh, my kids are pretty young. Back then they were like four, three, and one. So life was, you know, pretty crazy. And so when I identified the opportunity to be a passive investor, it sort of changed my, changed my life. Um, you know, obviously, like I mentioned, I was able to leave my job and now, you know, I spend a lot of time with my kids. And so really, you know, I think at the end of the day, if more families, particularly women and mothers, are able to free up their time by spending, you know, by investing in passive investments and then being able to spend more time with their kids. Honestly, I just think the world would be a much better place. So that's, that's really my why behind why I do it. Awesome. Okay. So I love your YouTube channel. I'm not just saying that because of this interview, I went on there, I've looked at a couple of videos and I really like how you guys have fun with it. Right. And um, Mm -hmm. so I noticed that one of the videos speaks to educating your children about real estate. Why is it important to introduce real estate investing or maybe just investing in general to children? I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. I had spent so many years, right, trying to find the answer and discover real estate investing and leverage and understanding all of the tools that I now know within real estate investing. Um, and I just think that if, you know, I knew these concepts, even just general basic investing concepts when I was five, 10, 15 years old, like how much different my life could have been at such a young age, like at 20 or 25, I could have been doing, you know, what I'm doing now and not having to have spent, you know, 20 plus years to discover what I know now, you know, so I think it just goes back to, you know, the world really being a better place if more kids were not just taught to, you know, go to school and get an education and get a good job, but to understand how money works, how to leverage money, uh, and really invest in themselves and, uh, you know, start to understand entrepreneurship as well. I think that's such a key component to um, success, too, that a lot of children just aren't taught. And so I feel like if more, uh, you know, kids were learning this at a younger age, that they would be uh, better off in the long term and potentially have a more, uh, you know, fulfilled life. 
What are some of the things you're doing to educate your kids about passive investing in real estate? I mean, I'm sure that, you know, there's different levels of how you can teach, but at such a young age, it may be difficult to understand some of this stuff. So what, what are some of the things that you do? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, one of the things that I talk about with my kids is this idea of, you know, lending mommy money, right? So it's like, okay, if you give me $100, you can either, you know, you could give me that money and I'll pay you interest on that money. And then at the end of the year, I'll give you that money back. But all year long, you would have collected an interest, you know, on that. Or you can take that $100 and you can spend it on, you know, that bike you really wanted and that's it. And that's all you'll ever get. You know, so it's really about like introducing ideas on a level that they can understand and tying it to things that they would want um, at, you know, at the age of, you know, four or five. And the interesting thing is my, you know, my six-year-old and my seven-year-old, you know, they said, okay, yes, I, I would want to give you the hundred dollars and collect the two or three dollars a month and then get my hundred dollars back. And I asked them why. And they said, because then I, I get to buy something small, whether it be an ice cream or, you know, an eraser or a pencil or whatever it is that they want. And then at the end of the year, I still have my hundred dollars, right? So it's those kinds of concepts that I think even at, you know, at five or 10, you know, it's like being able to understand that I think can be very impactful later on in life. Um, that's one thing. I think another thing is, uh, you know, helping kids identify the difference between a need and a want, right? I mean, I think even adults struggle with this. And I think, you know, you, you know, you ask my six-year-old, well, what's a need and what's a want? And she knows, I mean, she knows that, you know, food is, is a need and shelter is a need, but buying that, you know, toy at the store is really a want, not something she could do without. And so it's just, even just having discussions around these things, I think is really important. My, my parents certainly didn't have these kinds of discussions with me. And so I spent, you know, I would say a better part of my 20s spending money on things that I probably shouldn't have, you know, and if I had known about investing, and I did that back then, then, you know, who knows where I could be at a, in a younger age. So yeah. That's awesome. I have a nephew that's just about one year old, and I just can't wait until he's four or five when I can start implementing some of these things. So thanks for that yeah. advice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your company looks to be focused on educating women to invest passively, which is great. And I think there should be more people that do this in this field. Can you talk about this focus, the journey that you're on and how you can help women get started in this space? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with me being a mother. And I think, you know, as a mother, we have so many responsibilities, uh, you know, we're pulled in so many different directions, you know, you, you have to have a career and you have to, you know, be a mom and there's just so much that there that to do. And so, you know, I, like I mentioned, that was really a struggle for me was, you know, having all of these responsibilities and being really busy. And so when I found about out about these opportunities, I just became really passionate about it because I think that I am in a lot of mothers groups locally here in the Bay Area. And I just see so many parents, particularly moms who just really struggle with, you know, trying to be a mom and then also trying to have a career and wanting to stay home with their kids, but not being able to because they feel like they need to go back to work. Um, and so, you know, I became really passionate about these opportunities and started talking about these investment opportunities within a lot of the mothers groups here in the Bay Area. And it just, you know, it blew my mind how many women aren't aware of, you know, this type of investing uh, and what it could potentially do for them and their lives. And so that's, that's kind of how I, I became really passionate about it. I think really just because of my role as, as being a mother. 
Um, but I think, you know, really our, one of the, our missions at Good Egg is to really help more women get into real estate investing. And I think the primary way that we're looking to do that is by creating a sense of community. So we're doing that through our blog posts and our videos and our newsletter, uh, you know, any speaking events we do, or we're doing a real estate investing, a women's one next year, you know, it's things like that, because I think women is such a male dominated industry. And I think women, uh, you know, identify with other women in a community. So I think when you create that sense of community, it helps women feel more confident uh, about getting into real estate investing. So I think that's one of our big missions is we're just really trying to find ways to help other women, uh, you know, get into real estate investing through finding a community of other women who are doing the same thing. I think that's fantastic. So you may have answered your, my next question there, but what does your typical passive investor look like? Who are they? What are their stories? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think usually the story is by the time someone gets on a call with me, they've usually, and this isn't always, but I would say most often they have have some kind of real estate investing background, whether it's that they've invested in their primary home and then they moved out of that home, bought another one, but kept that one as a real estate investment. Um, or, you know, you have other folks who have a little bit more real estate investing, but usually that's the way, that's the story I hear is, you know, I have had some real estate investing experience through single family homes and I'm really looking, I'm interested to learn more about what you guys do because I'm pretty busy and I, you know, want to leverage real estate. Um, um, but they're usually folks who are pretty busy and aren't interested in becoming like an active real estate investor, but they're someone who wants to, uh, you know, leverage their, their capital that they have by investing in real estate and creating some cash flow uh, streams for themselves. So your portfolio consists of about 11 properties are valued at over $400 million. So that's an average of about $35 million each, which is extremely large, at least in my mind. So is there a reason you focus on this space versus smaller? And did you start straight into the 30 and $40 million properties? Yeah. So no, I didn't. I mean, I started out in single family homes uh, and smaller duplexes. That's kind of how I think most people get into the business is they get in by doing smaller deals. Um, but I would say the reason that we focus on the larger deals is because, uh, you know, in my opinion, when you buy a large apartment building, you're essentially buying a business, a business that has a bunch of systems and processes. Whereas when you buy the smaller multifamilies, it's kind of like owning a small business, which can actually be a lot more work um, than when you buy a big business. It, there's, you know, people who are effectively, you know, doing a lot of the work for you and you're just kind of overseeing the work that they're doing rather than kind of working in the business, right? And so I would say that's the primary reason that we focus on that asset class and, and, and that size. Um, but I think also, I think it's also more of a stable uh, investment as well because it's a business as opposed to like a small business. Uh, I think the, you know, properties that, uh, you know, are in that price range um, could be, you know, more stable in the long term. Got it. And so you and your business partner do a great job. And you already mentioned this of kind of splitting your duties. And you know, she has strengths where you have weaknesses and vice versa. How do you kind of decide where to split your duties and, and who's in charge of what when you're first getting into that partnership? 
Yeah, so it actually happened kind of accidentally. We uh, we were at a cafe and we were doing a work session and we were just talking about, you know, what she was interested in doing and what I was interested in doing. And we realized through that conversation what her strengths were and what my strengths were. And that was sort of how we decided who was going to do what. Um, and it just kind of, con that like conversation continued right so it was like okay i like to have investor calls and she was like okay i don't you know and then it was like well i like to handle all the legal and the tax stuff and she was like oh well i do not like handling all of that you know so i think a lot of it was um it wasn't necessarily intentionally where we set out and we said okay you're gonna do this and i'm gonna do that but it was just more of uh you know what are you interested in doing and i think at the end of the day it's a great way um, you know, to leverage each other's strengths by just saying, what are your, what are you interested in? And then what are you, do you feel like you, is a strength for yourself? And, uh, you know, that helps also to keep the business fun, uh, and light and it never gets where, you know, we're sort of stepping on each other's toes and, and things like that. So, yeah. So my last question of the day, what has real estate investing been able to do for you and your personal life? Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, like I said, I was able to leave my job last year. And so it's been, you know, an amazing journey over the last year. And I've traveled a bunch. I've spent a lot of time with my kids. And, uh, you know, I now make my schedule around my kids schedule instead of the other way around. But it's, you know, changed my life because now I have a lot of more time. I and mean, at the end of the day, you're only given 24 hours, right? And so, you know, however you can maximize that 24 hours is, you know, the way to do it. So um, it's been, it's been great. Great. So Lolita's going to take us into our final four questions. Are you ready? Yep. Let's do it. All right. All right, Julie, here are our final four questions. What is the one tool that you use in real estate investing that you could not do without? I would say that it's leverage. So I would say that, you know, in anything that I do, and this is the reason that I feel like I'm so attracted to real estate, I feel like, you know, I try to find a way to leverage, whether it's leveraging time or leveraging money or experience or knowledge and, you know, sort of trading that for something else. And so I think it, once you get to be really good at that, you can potentially grow and go farther faster. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Could you tell us a story about your biggest mistake in real estate investing so far and what is the main takeaway for our listeners? Yeah. So, uh, gosh, the biggest mistake I guess so far would be that I purchased a single family home in Indiana and it was, I bought it from a wholesaler and I put money into it to do some rehab work and uh, the home got broken into uh, and then it sat on the market for like three or four months. And then we finally got it rented. And then after that, uh, after we got it rented, they probably paid rent for like three or four months. And then we had to go through an eviction. Uh, and so then the property sat for another three or four months vacant until I sold it. And I think I ended up losing, I don't know, maybe $10,000 on that deal. Uh, and so I would say, you know, when I had looked into that deal, I had done, I felt like I did a lot of research and, 
you know, looked into sort of the, the neighborhood, the submarket, you know, I even flew out there to look at the house. But I think at the end of the day, it really goes back to making sure that you're doing your due diligence. I feel like I probably could have um, networked with more people who were investing in the Indianapolis market and talked with them about this and asked them if anyone knows about this particular submarket that I was investing in. And that was something that I did not do. I kind of was like, oh, I can totally do this on my own and, you know, did the Google searches and did my own, you know, research online. But I think, uh, you know, had I reached out to more people who were investing there locally, I probably could have got some good advice about that particular block that I was investing in. And, and I think at the end of the day, it was just, it was just a bad, you know, real estate investing so block by block. And so I think I could have um, probably got some good insight from people who are already in that market. So do your due diligence, network with people who are investing in your market, uh, you know, before you pull the trigger and make the investment. Mm -hmm. uh, after that experience, would you or did you invest in that market again? No, I did not. And no, I will not. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> All right. I, I sold the house and I was like, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm done with that market. So yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, what is it that you need to do now to grow your life to the next level? Yeah. You know, I would say that really one of the things that I, we really are so passionate about is having a greater impact. And so really we're hoping to achieve that by reaching more people with what we're doing by helping folks get into, uh, you know, passive investing and, and education really. And so, you know, I think really it's just, if we can have a greater impact, I feel like that would really, you know, take me to the next level. Perfect. And lastly, Julie, where can people find out more about you? Sure. So they can go to my website at goodegginvestments.com or they can shoot me an email at julie at goodegginvestments.com. Happy to uh, chat with anyone who wants to talk about real estate investing. Awesome stuff. Congratulations on all the success so far. And thank you for sharing your focus and passion with us and helping individuals get to that financial freedom easier and quicker so they can start living their best life. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks for being on the show, Julie. Thanks, Julie. Thanks. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the passive income through multifamily real estate podcast and to get access to today's show notes and to previous shows, visit limitless-estates.com. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode.